Zoom Brewers on deck live. Greg Matzik and Matt Pauley and Hank the Dog here at the Wisconsin Center until 4 o'clock. And uh, the man sitting to my right, the architect of the Milwaukee Brewers. I don't know if that's the best term or not, but uh, it sounds good. I know you've always wanted to be an architect. I thought you were calling me Hank the Dog. No, no. Uh, Unless you were in that costume a while back, I guess I should have started with that. It's uh, Brewers manager Craig Council. Hey, Craig. How are you guys doing? This is great, man. It's uh, kind of the unofficial kickoff today. It is. It it feels like it. It, it, It's uh, I'm under two weeks from when I uh, leave town, and winter officially ends. Uh, for me, but um, you know, we know we're getting close when this event comes up for sure. So, when you were at this position a year ago, obviously you'd, you'd been the manager for a portion of the previous season, but had you really identified what you wanted your foundation principles to be at this time last year, or was that something you, you, you kind of settled on be- right before spring training? No, I, I think um, you know, last year kind of being the first full year, um, having uh, several new coaches, new general manager. Um, lots of new players there were certainly to me felt like bigger and more in-depth planning going on going into spring training um and have really it being the first spring training so you know we did a lot of that work last year the work never stopped certainly but um feel like it we're kind of going into spring training and can use a lot of um, what we put in place last year to, to continue I talked to Travis Shaw a couple weeks ago, and he mentioned that you guys had gotten together yeah. when you were in Florida. Is that something you try to do in the off season, whether it's meeting players for the first time or just staying in communication? Do you spend time talking to guys during the off season? Well, I, you know, I don't. Not everyone. I thought. I thought uh, with Travis, it was first of all, it was important. I think anytime a guy gets traded for the first time and goes to a dip, new organization, he had been with the Red Sox for you know not in the big leagues for a long time, but in the minor leagues for for another three or four years. So it's it's a big that's the big trade for a player. I think the first time they go to a new organization, um, he he didn't know anybody, and I thought just going there and giving him a face to recognize when when he steps in the room for, for spring training, it's important and it, it helps him feel more comfortable. Um, and we we also have two coaches that live down in Fort Myers, Eddie Cedar and, and Carlos Subero, so we took care of some meetings of, with them. So it was, um, but it's good to just um, you know I think for Travis just. To, just tell him he's welcome and we're happy to have him and and put him in a spot of comfort kind of going into spring training seen a a lot of starting pitchers walking around today and that certainly doesn't seem to be a shortage here with uh, the team going into spring training Uh, a lot of guys competing for five spots unless you want to break news and say you're going to start with a six-man rotation might be a little early to do that Uh, but nonetheless that, that appears to be one of the more intriguing things to watch i guess as spring training unfolds yeah, it's it's certainly a place where we we're going to have a decision to make. Um, and, but I know from from my perspective and, and David's perspective, having and Derek Johnson's perspective, having depth at the starting rotation is is a really good feeling going into spring training. Um, there's always going to there's health issues happen. It's, it's, you have to plan on having health issues, and I think depth is kind of how you take care of you know the uncertainty of, of health and and performance and things like that. So. We're in a good spot, and, and really we haven't, you know, it, it, we have to get that number down for sure, but I think going into spring training we'll try to play that out as long as we can and give ourselves flexibility. At the winter meetings, you were not excited about playing a game that day based off the back end of the bullpen. Now you have right. Natali Feliz, Jabba Chamberlain comes in on a minor league deal. How much more comfortable are you now? Yeah, we, we've certainly added some names there, and I think that's important. And I don't think... Um, you know, you're ever really done considering additions. Um, 
you know, if I look, and, I, and I, the reason I say that is somebody like Carlos Torres, who was a, a big deal for us last year, he, he didn't appear until, you know, really the last day of spring training um, and ended up throwing 80 very valuable innings. So um, it's a spot that, and I, I think it's also a spot, even when I look at last year's list of what we went into spring training with, um, you know, there's always going to be some competition in that spot. There's eight spots in that bullpen offense, um, and, and there's always going to be, you're never going to have eight sure things, I think, in that spot. And it's a spot where you want to be a little flexible. Do you know what you have at catcher right now? And I'm sure that's an interesting dynamic, getting a staff used to entirely new catchers than you had a year ago. Yeah, that's a place where we're, you know, we, we have new players, and it's an important position. I mean, the catcher touches, you know, really the, the pitching staff, the offensive players. So he, he's a really, that spot, those two guys that make up your big league catchers, they're vitally important. They, they talk to the coaches more than any other position. Um, so those guys have a lot of work to do. They always end up having the toughest job in spring training, the most work to do, the longest days. Um, as far as who it's going to be, really, you know, I don't think we'll even start the season knowing who's going to be the primary guy or who's going to play the most. I think we'll let them earn it, you know. And, I, and really going in, I'm, I'm, that's how I feel: is that let's let's figure out who's the uh, who's the best guy and who uh, who kind of takes charge of it and who ends up earning the playing time. In broad strokes, Craig, if you could pull apart one thing that you really liked about last year about your team, and and one thing that you feel might be the greatest area of opportunity what would those things be well i think one of the things that we got to a point last year um where i thought we were really i thought we were tough to play against and it was because it's a couple things it was because of the depth we had kind of created and i thought it was just it was and it really was with the emergence of keon broxton when he kind of emerged i thought him and VR at the top of the lineup um, and Braun. It just it made us really difficult, I thought. I thought it made us offensively pretty scary. And I think we've done a good job in kind of lengthening our lineup this year um, and giving a little more uh, versatility to, against certain types of pitchers that uh, I think we'll be able to take advantage of. Wait, Scooter Jeanette earlier, and he talked about getting an outfield glove and bringing that to spring training and maybe going and playing some shortstop. For him to be on this club and moving forward, how important is it that he can play a position other than second? Yeah, it's it's important for sure, I think, um, because, you know, that gives me places, other places to put him in the lineup or, or figure out to, to, to use him, to utilize him during a game. So it's going to be a challenging spring for Scooter, and he's he's completely... He's on board with it. He's up for it. He understands what's ahead of him. Um, he's, I think, he's embracing it, which is a big part of having success in it. Is is uh, is knowing that hey, I, I want to do this and I have to do this. So he'll have a challenging spring. And just as far as there's going to be a lot of new things thrown at him, um, and it's going to be a little uncomfortable for him as far as going to play in the outfield or going to play third base or even going to play some innings at first base or you know anything so it's it's challenging but it's also we saw with hernan perez the value that that somebody who can move around positionally can bring to you i'm, I'm still in favor of resurrecting the whole player manager thing i think pete rose might have been the last one to do it i just just saying i just in a pinch i mean you could lay down a bunt you could steal a base still 
Um, the fans are clapping. They'd love to see it. I could. Uh, no, no, I, I don't clap. Please don't clap. Defensively, please you're still a please wizard. Don't, please don't clap. Um, it's past that time. Um, I had I had a nice. I, I loved playing, but it's unfortunately it's past that time. So seeing you play at the major league level, would would you say that might be as rare as seeing a dolphin in Lake Michigan? That would be yeah. That would be like seeing a dolphin in Lake Michigan. One of Craig's magical lines from last season. He is Brewers manager Craig Council. He and the team will be in Arizona reporting on February 14th. Always appreciate it, Craig. Always Greg, wonderful to talk to you. Thank you. Brewers manager Craig thanks. Council. We'll have more on Brewers on Deck Live after this on WTMJ.